0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't you lift up your voice to him right now. Hallelujah. Why don't you break out of how you feel this morning. Maybe a little bit tired, but this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Hallelujah. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we've come to worship you today. I will step into the to the presence of the Lord today, Hallelujah! Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, let's let our praise rise into the heavens this morning. Let's let our praise rise into the presence of the Lord today. Hallelujah, into his throne room. Hallelujah, Lord, we exalt the name of Jesus this morning. We bless the name of Jesus this morning, Hallelujah, 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 God's going to be with us here today. Hallelujah. One more time, would you lift up your hands unto the Lord? Let's lift our voice to him this morning. Lord, we magnify you in the house of the Lord. Today. Oh, we pray to God,
1: we magnify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, did you bring your praise with you today? Oh, we've come to praise you, Lord. We've to magnify you, Lord. Let's sing this together. Oh, we pray, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. You are high and lifted up. Oh, we bring, we bring a sacrifice of praise. of praise. Red Why don't you offer up to Him right now by lifting your hands, offer up a sacrifice of praise to Him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, it's an easy thing to praise the Lord. We praise you, God. We offer up a sacrifice of praise to you, O Lord. You're worthy, God, of all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, we give praise to you, O Lord magnify you Jesus Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah just give him a wave offering right now. We give you praise, Jesus. We magnify you, God. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the Lamb of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, we give praise to our God because we know his name. We know his name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. something's about to break in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's about to be a breakthrough in this place. Hallelujah. Jesus. Come on. God's about to do something right now. Hallelujah. 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 God responds to praise. He responds to praise. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we bless your name. We magnify you, God. Hallelujah. You're the God of the breakthrough.
2: sing for joy, clap your hands, make a joyful noise, roll the trumpet and shout, oh we pray The battle is won. Oh, this is the way that we fight. Praise Him for the victory. We oh, we worship. Lift up your voice and we sing for Him. Oh, clap your hands. Clap hand your hands. Make a joyful Oh, Lord. we praise you, God. All the trumpet and shout. Oh, we praise you. Praise Him for God. the victory. Oh, the weapons we use. Weapons we use and not bombs and guns. Worship is the way that the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Oh, we fight. For the victory joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Lord, the trumpet and shout. Oh, we praise, praise you. Praise him for the victory. Oh, we worship. The weapons to use and our have and guns. Worship. Worship, worship is the way that the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Praise it for the victory. Oh, I can't stop. Can't stop praising his name. I just
1: We've come to do. Hallelujah. Come on, we serve a living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we praise Him, He always responds because He's a living God. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise You, Lord. We magnify You, God. Hallelujah.
0: We were not designed to live for God without freedom and liberty. Whom the Son hath made free is free indeed it, it makes no sense to try to live for God without complete victory and freedom in the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of the Lord that is here this morning is here to get some people freed up in your spirit you've been bombarded by all kind of stuff just the cares of life carnality there's been there's been attacks of the enemy upon your mind and your spirit but the holy ghost is here to say this morning that he wants to lift that he wants to set you free you got to get a determination in your spirit i'm going to make it all the way hallelujah somebody lift up your hands all over this building right now and lift up your voice and give him praise in the house of the lord this morning hallelujah 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 oh. I won't turn back I won't turn back I won't turn back come on somebody lift your lift your voice and sing that the road is rough but
2: it's not too long the enemy is here but he's not too strong I won't turn back no
0: your feet up and just begin to celebrate this morning. Turn I'm back, not turning back. I'm not turn turning back. back. Hallelujah. I won't turn
2: back I won't turn back. I won't turn
0: back. I won't turn back. I won't turn back now. Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands in the air and lift your voice? and shout unto God with the voice of triumph in this house this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand right now next to you. Put your hand on their shoulder and just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost to pray for them right now. The Holy Ghost could fall in this house right now. Find somebody that needs a touch from the Lord and begin to pray with them that the Holy Ghost would fall on them right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you need a touch from the Holy Ghost, I want you to get out of your seat right now. The waters are troubled in the spirit. God wants to do a work in somebody's life right now this morning. Get out of your seat and come down to the front. Get out in the aisle, whatever you can do, and let the Lord touch you right now. The Holy Ghost is here to do a work in the name of Jesus. You might have fought all kinds of things, but the Holy Ghost is here to set you free. You might have fought many spiritual battles, but the Holy Ghost is here to give you victory this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah We're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win You're gonna make it, hallelujah There's no turning back I'm gonna make it all the way, all the way Hallelujah, hallelujah 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 devil told you over and over again you're not gonna make it it's all gonna fail it's all gonna crumble it's all just gonna it's all gonna explode in your face your life's over you're not gonna make it but the devil's a liar oh hallelujah your life is worth living you do have a future and a hope hallelujah god's kingdom is not going backwards it's going forward and i'm 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 on god's side this morning hallelujah lift up your hands one more time to the lord and love him right now can you do that hallelujah oh lord we bless your name jesus we glorify your name in this house today hallelujah 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 bless the name of the lord bless the name of the lord bless the name of the lord hallelujah Praise God. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues, as the Spirit of God gives the utterance, you can receive the Spirit of God this morning, and your life will never be the same. Your life will never be there. It it is a life-changing experience with God, receiving His Spirit, being born of the Spirit. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, you can be baptized in Jesus' name this morning, and all your sins can be washed away in the waters of baptism. Praise God. I believe somebody's going to leave different here this morning. One more time, clap your hands to the Lord and love Him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we praise Your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We have some guests, and returning guests with us this morning. We're so glad for everybody that is here today. Amen. We're going to give unto the Lord and worship him in our giving. Praise God as we give this morning. Why don't you greet somebody, welcome them to the house of the Lord as we worship the Lord and our tithe and offering today. Also, as you're coming, we have an envelope uh, offering that we're taking up for the ladies department right now. These envelopes are numbered 1 to 31. If you want to take one. I'm going to let y'all fight over them, but get them back just as soon as you can. the Lord. It's halftime time. I want to encourage everybody. I know I know schedules are busy, but we can struggle to break through in our own life or we will struggle to break through and it is the struggle, we neglect prayer we must pray I got one yes somebody say amen we must pray praise God I want to encourage everybody that can to be with us on Saturday night at 6 o'clock for corporate prayer and uh If we do a whole lot of other stuff and we don't pray, our day was a waste. Nothing good was accomplished that day of any eternal value. We must pray. Would you stand with me this morning? Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a good spirit of the Lord that's here today still some things hanging on to some of us. One of the ways that you can know that you have broken free of whatever binds you up is the natural response is there is absolute and complete freedom in worship. When I am free to lift my voice, when I'm free to worship and to praise that is one of the major indicators that I have broken through because that's what we were created to do that's what we were created to do isn't it amazing I've said this before Uh, we'll set our alarm iron our clothes get ready for church drive here find the closest parking spot and stop 20 feet short of a move of God Never thought about that. It's because Satan will fight you every step of the way. He'll even come follow you in here and have you on a leash and right when you want to pray, which is the reason that you came, he'll give you a reason not to. But God's kingdom is, is an increasing kingdom. It is a kingdom that is moving forward. The kingdom does not slow down for me. The kingdom does not stop for me. I'm not bigger than the kingdom. If I want to be a part of what God is doing, I've got to get on board with what God is doing because God's never going to get on board with what I'm doing. I've got to to be on the Lord's side. We often ask ourselves, you know, is God on my side? Or make a statement, God's on my side. Oh, that's, that's wrong direction. I've got to make up my mind that I am on the Lord's side. Whatever he's doing and wherever he's going, whatever he's speaking, whatever he's wanting to accomplish, that's what I'm on board with. I'm not trying to get him on board with me. I'm going to get on board with him. I want to follow him wherever he's going. I want to hear what he's saying. I want to be involved with what he is doing. I don't want to miss his agenda and his perfect will, not just in my life. That's too small of of a viewpoint to look at. I want to be involved with what God is doing in the earth. Praise God. Praise God. Grab your Bible, Psalm 24. Praise God. The month of June. Everybody say the month of June. Service times will change. We will be start at 10 a.m. And p.m. will be 5 p.m. 10 and 5. 10 and 5. So pre-service prayer will be at half hour early before all of our services. 9.30 on Sunday morning and 4.30 on Sunday afternoon late afternoon praise God I, I felt direction from the Holy Ghost for today very strong yesterday and uh, just couldn't really come up with a title it just didn't strike me so I'll probably preach more from a subject this morning and uh, but let's read Psalm 24, verse number one. We got to get this before we understand everything else. We got to get this. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Go back to verse number one. We're going to hang out there for just a second. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Satan doesn't own anything. He's not in charge of anything. He's not calling the shots in your life unless you're letting him. But the moment you say that Satan's not going to call the shots in my life, he's not going to make the decisions, he doesn't dictate anything, The Word says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they. We are a they. And they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand... In his holy place. Now, I'm going to hang out here for just a minute. We're going to read this, but we're just going to kind of read a little bit slow. I got the mic a little bit early today, so we're just going to read the scripture slow. That'll take take a little bit longer, right? The question Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? If there's a question mark, that means that not everybody's gonna. Not everybody's gonna. One well, of the most sobering numbers in the Bible is the number eight. The number eight is the most sobering number. Because everybody that lived on the earth, except for Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives... Every one of them died because they didn't hear the preacher of righteousness. God didn't cut him any slack. He made a way. He provided a way. But who shall stand? Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Watch this. And who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive. Now, it's amazing how the Psalms are prophetic. It's in Psalm 22 that we see the prophecy, or in that particular Psalm, the cross of Calvary. How the psalmist wrote Psalm 22. If you haven't read it, go read it. Psalm 24 It's interesting how it's put it exactly in in order of what Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord. There is a cleansing of the heart, and there is a receiving of the blessing of the Lord and righteousness from the God of His salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. I'm just going to preach this morning about the ever-increasing kingdom of God. I'm going to read two more verses of Scripture here. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6. For unto us is a, chi- a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, The everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse number seven. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Praise God. Now there's been a touch of the Lord here today. But some of us only went so far. And we put the brakes on God. But there's going to be another wave of the Holy Ghost and God will give you another opportunity. But God is drawing you and God has a future for you. God wants you to be joined to His kingdom. And joined to what He is doing in the earth. It's going to get done. With or without me, it's going to get done. But I have the opportunity to be a part of his ever-increasing, ever-growing kingdom. Would you lift up your hands this morning? Lift up your voice one more time to the Lord. And let's love him together and thank him for what we feel already. But let's thank him for what he's going to say and what he's going to do here in the next few moments this morning. Lord, we magnify you today. We glorify your name, Lord Jesus. We glorify you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, let's do that for a moment right now. Let's give him praise today. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can be seated this morning. The Bible tells us that He is the King of kings and He is the Lord of lords. you believe that this morning? There is no throne or no majesty, no opulence or, or amount of wealth that can even begin to compare to everything that God is, to His kingdom, to His kingship. He is our King of kings and He is Lord of lords. But, In Psalm 23, we see a progression of getting into the presence of God and getting uh, to be a part of His kingdom. There is a progression. There are things that the Bible tells us that we can view it as exclusive or inclusive, but there is a certain order of things that will get us into the kingdom of God that will cause us or allow us to ascend into the hill of the Lord or stand in His holy place. The, uh, the, the Bible tells us, and there, there are two types of teaching in the, in the Bible. There is explicit teaching, and there is implicit teaching. Uh, when we see the patterns of, of the Old Testament, we see types and shadows of how God would deal with us in the New Testament. And we see how He dealt with His people throughout the Old Testament, and, and we can understand how the kingdom of God works in the New Covenant. And uh, in in the Word of God, the the Bible tells us uh, in Proverbs 25 and verse 28, it says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Uh, this is one of those principles in Proverbs, which is what it is. It is principles that, that uh, gives us just a little bit of a window to kind of understand our own life and how God created us. Uh, the, the Holy Ghost is, is the power of God, it is the Spirit of God that dwells within us. In, in the Old Testament, we understand that the glory of God, that the presence of God, the Spirit of God, dwelled in the tabernacle in the holiest of holies. In, in the city of Jerusalem, the, the temple it now, you understand, is called the Temple Mount. You can go to uh, the Wailing Wall, which is just the foundation of the old temple. And uh, some of the original stones that were a part of the foundation, it went up, back in the day, it went up from there, it was much higher, but when you went to the temple, you did not go down to the temple, you went up to the temple. It was a climb upwards, this is what it is to live for God, it is, it is, it is, it, we are marching upwards to the glory, to uh, 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 to the presence of the Lord, this is how we will live our life, it's not just living, going through the paces of life, but, but we, it is as if, to get to the glory, the presence, the Spirit of God. Ultimately, to make it to heaven, we are climbing. We are taking one step at a time as we climb to Mount Zion. And it is in the city of Jerusalem that there is the Temple Mount, and, and it is where the most value is the, the, the temple that Solomon built, uh, the most valuable building ever built in the history of mankind. Um, and then outside of that, it was not just placed out anywhere. Outside of that is the city of Jerusalem. And then at at the, at the at the edge of the city was a wall they built walls around their city to protect uh, what was inside this is foreign to us in 21st century uh, western civilization but in in this period of time uh, if if an army came and laid siege to the city that whoever whatever army it was in in every situation they want what is most valuable in that city well in Jerusalem and uh, in Jerusalem the temple is where all of the the artifacts and the furniture, all the gold-plated artifacts and furniture of the temple when Solomon built it, and that's where the value was. That's where the glory of God was. That's where the presence and the Spirit of God was, was in the temple. So in order to get to the temple, you had to come through the walls. You first had to penetrate the walls or get through the gates, and there were layers of protection because of what is so valuable or what was so valuable, especially during that time period. But Proverbs tells us that he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. What is he telling us? He's telling us that if you don't rule your own spirit, you are will eventually succumb to the enemy of your soul and he eventually will steal the most valuable things out of your life. You have got to have the walls of your life intact so that the most precious and valuable things that you possess will stay right there. Uh, If you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost, I'm so glad that you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. But I got to tell you that there is an adversary called the devil and he wants to steal everything you have. He He wants to rob you of the glory of God. He wants to rob you of the presence of God. But there has to be walls that are built in your life that keep the enemy out of your life. We have got to have walls, and, and Proverbs tells us that if I don't rule my own spirit, if I don't have control of my own spirit, I'm just like a city that is supposed to have walls that are intact that protect the most precious part of my life. The most precious thing that I have in my life is the glory of God, is His presence, His Spirit. That is what is in the temple of my life. But outside of the temple, there are things that go on like in the city. The most valuable thing in the city of Jerusalem was the the holiest of holies. And then out from there, the holy place. And then the courtyard. And then beyond that was the city of Jerusalem. And then beyond the city of Jerusalem was the walls. There were things that were going on in the city that uh, 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 that happened every day. But that were, were valuable, but were just not as valuable as the glory. We're not as valuable as the Spirit of God. You, you've you got to have a job. You've got to have uh, income. You've got to work 40 hours a week. And, and you've got to have an income. And that's important. And it is not against the Word of God. It is part It is part of the plan. It is part of the city. In the city of Jerusalem, there was commerce going on. And there was trade. And there were jobs. And there was the everyday life. But the most important part of the city still was the glory of God. Do not get distracted with the the cares of life that are important and we must do. We must remember that the most important thing in our life is the presence and the glory of Almighty God. And then beyond that are the walls. There are certain things that did not belong in the temple, the things that they were doing. When Jesus came through the temple and, and he, he starts flipping tables, it's not that buying and selling was wrong. It was just the wrong place to do it. They bought and sold other places. This is what it makes up an economy. But they, the problem is, is they brought what was supposed to be less important. They brought it into the temple and they started making it just as important and then they started capitalizing on the sacrifices of, 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 of the inhabitants of the city. And this is what caused Jesus to flip the tables. It's not that setting up a table and, and selling a product and making a profit so you can have money in your pocket and have food on your table is wrong. We Gotta do that. We've, we've got to have jobs and we've got to have all those things. But understand that the right thing in the wrong place becomes the wrong thing. Somebody say, Amen. My point is this, is in in, in in understanding how the city of Jerusalem was constructed and how uh, it was set up, and we see it in the Old Testament, is that there is the temple, and that is the most important thing. There's where the glory of God is. That's where the attention is. That's where the value is in the city of Jerusalem. The city of Jerusalem was just owned by the Jebusites, and, and King David captures the city, overtakes the city, and, and it becomes, as we know, the city of Jerusalem, and that would become the capital. And then the, the temple would be erected, directed by King Solomon and all of the gold and all of the value would be put into the temple and they would take 7 years to build the temple and then and then all of this value is added into the into the city and into the temple and, and and people would come from all over the world to see the glory and the splendor of Jerusalem they would come from all over the world to hear the wisdom of Solomon and to see what had been built there in the city of Jerusalem but understand this as valuable as the temple was and as valuable as uh, uh, all of the gold and the silver and the most valuable thing, the glory and the presence of God. Ultimately, if there are not walls that are constructed to keep out any attacking enemy, eventually the gold and the silver and all of the precious stones and the glory of God, the Ark of the Covenant will vanish if those walls are broken down. So we understand... But in your life and in my life, it's like a city. I've got things in my life that are not against the word of God, but they don't belong in the temple. They belong in the city. There's certain things in my life that, 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 that are not against the word of God, but the moment that I place the value of those things over the, over the glory of God, that's when there is a problem. But I'm talking about the ever increasing, ever growing kingdom of God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the earth and they that dwell therein. Everything that we see and everything that we own ultimately belongs to God, He already owns it, He owns everything. He's in control of everything. We've got we, we, especially as times go on and as tensions rise in the world today, this is what we have really got to grasp a hold of is that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everybody that lives and breathes in the world today is under the control of the Almighty God. He nothing is happening that is not happening without his permission or that is happening outside of his control. He is still in control. And he is still on the throne. He is still in control of everything. He is still just as powerful as he has ever been. But let me tell you this morning that the Bible says in Isaiah 9 and 7. That the the, the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. I'm going to tell you this morning that there is an increase of his government and peace. There is not a decrease of his kingdom. There is not a decrease of his power or of his influence or or, or of his rule and of his reign. But of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. I'm here to tell us this morning that what I see in in the spirit realm and what I see God doing is an increase in the city of Springfield. What I see is another wave of the spirit of God. Another wave of increase in your life and in this church church body. I see a revival that is springing up in the city of Springfield. I see a coming wave of harvest and of revival, of increase. I'm telling you that I feel in my spirit that there is a shift in the spirit realm and there is a coming wave that is going to bring increase along with it because the Bible tells us that of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end and his kingdom shall I'll be established forever, and the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I'm going to tell you this morning that, it, that we are not on the, on the way down, but we are on the way up. When I am joined with the kingdom of God, when I am joined with his purpose and his will, there is no defeat. There is only victory. When I am joined to his kingdom, there is only a rise in his kingdom. Somebody lift your hands and love the Lord right now and thank him for his word today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart is going to ascend into the hill of the Lord and stand in his holy place. What is this talking about? Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? This is where God is taking us. This is in typology of the, the process of salvation. There is an ascension that happens when Jesus comes into your life. There is a growth. There is an increase of authority, of dominion, of power, and of peace that comes along when somebody enters into the kingdom of God and is joined with his kingdom. The Bible says he shall receive the blessing from the Lord. Once and this, this is why what Peter, uh, what Peter preached on the day of Pentecost makes sense. He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When, when, once there is a cleansing, there and then there is a receiving. When Peter preached, there were so many layers of truth that he was pulling from the Old Testament and pulling from. The teaching of Jesus because it said over and over that those that are going to ascend in the holy place must have clean hands and a pure heart, they shall receive the blessing of the Lord. And God is still wanting to pour out his spirit in the lives of people. He wants to bless people. He wants people to receive the blessing of the Lord. You don't have to beg God for his spirit. You don't have to do a whole list of good deeds to be worthy to receive the blessing of the Lord. You just got to repent of your sins and confess your sin before him and begin to open your mouth. And you have just put yourself in a position to receive the blessing of the Lord from the God of his salvation. This is the generation that seeks him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of Glory shall come in. When we make room for the King of Glory, that's when He will come in. You got—we got to understand two sides of this. He already owns everything. And what is so—what uh, 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 I love about this particular passage is verse number one establishes the truth of what is: is the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the earth and they that dwell therein. You got to get that in your spirit first before you understand just how great the second part is. Before we understand just how powerful the second half of this psalm is, we got to understand how how powerful verse number one is, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. There is nothing that God is not in complete and total control of in this world. He still is on the throne and he's still making the decisions of what is happening in the earth. He really is. And if he is in control of the world that he really is in control of your family. His hand is upon you. If you if you are linked up with the kingdom of God, if you are in line with his spirit, you are in alignment with his will and you are seeking after him and pursuing after him, there is no trial that is too tall or too trial that is too difficult. There is no situation that is too hard. There is no circumstance you're dealing with right now that is beyond the control of the God that we serve. I've come to tell you this morning that if you are linked up with his kingdom you are going to be victorious you are going to make it all the way there is not a decrease but there is an increase of his government praise God we are a people of promise. We are a, a we are a people of promise. We are families and individuals that are locked into the promise of God. Hear me this morning that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the earth and they that dwell therein, and I am under His control this morning. There is no there is no circumstance I will face tomorrow or next month or next year that takes me out of the control of the Almighty. God you've got to understand it and get it in your spirit and have the assurance that you know that you know that you know that you are under his control once I understand that I'm under his control that he owns everything then there's this there's this exchange beginning in verse number six it says or after verse number six says, this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye, lift up ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle? Lift up your heads, oh ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah, there is this exchange and there is this uh, imagery of the king of glory wanting to come in. But there's got to be somebody that's willing to open the gate and say, God, I want you in my life. I want you in my Family, I want you in my city. I want you everywhere that I can invite you in. Even though the earth is still the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Hear me this morning. And the earth and they that dwell therein. There's still an in invitation that only the people can make to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Yes, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yes, he is all powerful. He is omniscient. And there is nothing beyond his control. But he's still wins on the invitation of somebody to open up the gates of their city and say I want the king of kings and the lord of lords in my life hallelujah clap your hands unto the lord and give him praise this morning hallelujah hallelujah Numbers chapter 14, verses 19 through 21 says, Pardon, I beseech thee, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy and as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now and the Lord said I have pardoned according to thy word but as truly as I live all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. I'm telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost today that there is a wave of the Spirit of God that is coming into this city. It's coming into this region there is a wave of the spirit of the Lord of power and of might and dominion that is coming into this region and coming into this city and I want to stand and say to all of the spirit realm to hear me that in the spirit of in the in the city of Springfield Illinois we are opening up the gates and saying king of kings come in Lord we are making room for you we don't want to do it by ourselves we are not running our own lives but king of kings come into this place there's got to be people it was I don't have the scriptures in front of me but there's an exchange in the book of Genesis where God's telling Abraham I'll spare the city if I can find so many there's, there's this exchange That if there was X amount of people, that God would spare the city from destruction. But because there were not enough people, ultimately the city would be destroyed. But the number, the few number that were there would be saved. But there are people in Springfield, Illinois. And this is important for us to let the Lord know and 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 even to call out your name and your family and this comes down to the individual but yet to the city of Springfield of 117,000 or wherever we are right now that this that this city wants the king of kings to come in and we are making room and 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 we are moving everything out of the way because we want the king of kings in this city we there is a standing invitation lord we don't we don't want our lives to be run by our own selves we are not we do you not want to be an iniquitous people, but God, we, we want your ever increasing, your ever growing kingdom to move into this region. The Bible tells us He already owns it, it's already His. There, uh, I, 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 we cannot presume that we own it because the Bible establishes that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He is the owner. But there are a group of people here today that our heart's desire is to say, Lord, we want you to come in, Lord, we. We want to lift up our heads and lift up our gates so that the king of glory will come into the city of Springfield. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse number 14 for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The Bible tells us that his glory is going to fill the earth. It is going to fill the earth. It is a done deal. It's going to happen. But just like Esther was told that, that maybe thou has come to the kingdom for such a time as this. God is going to move throughout the earth. There is going to be a sweeping move of the Spirit of God. There is going to be a quick work in this last day that he does. But we've got to make up our mind, God, I want to be a part of that. I want that in my family. I want that in my own life. I want that in my city. I want that in the surrounding areas. God, we intercede on behalf of Springfield because we want the glory of God in our city. But I feel so strongly in my spirit. Hear me this morning that this is not just a a word today to say of what we want. But I but I felt uh, uh, yesterday and this morning a, a, a just a prophetic utterance of the word of God towards everybody that is here this morning. That if you are here today, it's because you are hungry for God, and He's wanting to pour out His blessing upon you. He's wanting you to receive the blessing of the Lord and righteousness from the God of His salvation. And I. I feel and I sense in my spirit there is that turning of the kingdom. There is a wave of the glory of God that's getting ready to come over this city. That's getting ready to come over Springfield. Springfield is about ready to see the greatest revival that it has ever seen in its history. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We are here today because in 1945 a man by the name of C.W. Shue came to Springfield and, and erected a tent at North Grand and Rutledge and began to preach the gospel. He began to preach baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And from that time until now there was a release of truth into this city and it has not stopped. There have been ebbs and flows and ups and downs but the government of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. Hear me this morning that something has been established in the Spirit. But God is not done with our city. God is not done with the capital city of Illinois. But there is a wave of the Spirit of God and of his glory that is coming. Would you lift up your hands and lift up your voice this morning and thank him for what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a wave of the glory of God that's not going to just be at our church services at 600 West Monroe but I'm talking about a wave of the glory of God that sweeps into your living room on Wednesday night or Thursday afternoon or Friday morning I'm talking about a wave of the glory of God and of hunger for revival and harvest that just overtakes us and and, and what, what has begun a long time ago begins to come into complete fulfillment I'm telling you the This morning that there is a wave of his glory. There is a wave of his power. There is a wave of his spirit that's coming over each and every one of us. If you want that this morning, I want you to stand to your feet and lift your hands up to the Lord. And tell him, God, I want that in my home. I want it in my life. I don't want it just once a week. But God, I want your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be seated for a moment this morning. I'm talking about ways of the glory of God. I'm talking about the king of glory coming in like he never has before. I'm talking about a triumphant entry into the city where he brings power, glory, and majesty with him. I'm talking about the king of kings that begins to move in this city. And hearts that have been hardened for decades begin to melt under the conviction of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the glory of God that begins to come into your living room while you're teaching a Bible study and as the book of Acts says as they yet spake the Holy Ghost fell upon them I'm talking about people receiving the Holy Ghost in your living room as the glory of God moves in Hallelujah. I'm sick of church on Sunday. We need the the moving of the Spirit of God Monday through Saturday. There's got to be testimonies and there's going to be testimonies of the power and the glory of God. And it's going to move through you. It's going to move through you. His glory and His power is going to be made manifest. His glory is going to cover the entire earth. We need to get a vision of what it looks like for the city of Springfield to see the glory of God moving down 1st Street, 2nd Street, 3rd Street, 4th Street, on North Grand, on South Grand, on veterans uh, all over the city. I'm talking about the glory of God moving through our city. A powerful move of His, of his presence. Because when his people get their hands clean, when his people get their heart right, and we lift, we have not lifted up our soul to unclean things, then the King of Glory shall come in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Carnality and the spirit of God—a moving of his of his spirit, sin. And the moving of His Spirit will not coexist. But when we get our hearts clean, when we when we get when, when we get our heart right, and say, "God, I, I want I want the moving of Your Spirit more than I want my own ways, more than I want my own iniquity, more than I want my own pleasure, more than I want anything else," that's when the King of Glory is going to come in. That's when He's going to start marching towards the doors of your life, and He's going to be knocking and saying, "Let me in. I want to come in." He's not going to force His way into your life. But when you live Lift up your hands and you lift up your voice and you begin to magnify him and you begin to praise Jesus. The king of glory shall come in. in, Proverbs 14 and 34. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. There are are types and shadows in the Old Testament and we see this... (coughs) These examples through the Old Testament of, of, of the nation and then of the city and then of those in the city and then of the temple. And we see the value and the, and the, and the, and the uh, perimeters and the borders of, of living for God. You know, it, there was a, a time, you know, the, the reason the synagogue was actually invented is because the trip all the way to Jerusalem was too far. So they say, let's just put up synagogues and we can go worship there and not have to go all the way to Jerusalem and that's why that's why the message has gotten watered down as the centuries have gone on because people didn't want to go all the way to Jerusalem it was too inconvenient for them and they just said you know what we'll make it easier for everybody to come and we can have a larger crowd because we've made it more accessible and we've made it easier for everybody but the way is still the way how it is in the Bible that if we're going to get to Zion you can't get to Zion by going to a synagogue Zion is a specific location. It is the city of David. It is Mount Zion where the temple is and there are a people in Springfield and I believe I'm preaching to some people here this morning that are hungry to make it all the way back to Jerusalem to say I'm going to do it God's way I'm not going to do it my way I've got to have the glory and the presence and the power of God in my life I'm talking about a citywide revival. I'm talking about the glory of God coming into the city of Springfield and people that have been hardened to the gospel and you have thought that they would never turn their life around and they would never give their life to God. I've come to tell you that's a lie. Not when the King of Glory comes in. Not when we lift up our heads and open up our gates and say, God if you don't do it, it's not going to happen. If the King of Glory doesn't come in, it's all a waste. We've got to have the glory of God in our midst telling you the earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea there's got to be a desire in every man, every husband in this room to say that in my family there shall be the glory of the Lord in my home there shall be the presence of the Lord and the glory and the power of God in my family in my home and when God's people as families begin to say the glory of God is welcome in my house then God God's people as a congregation when we come together will reap the benefits of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads O oh ye gates. But you lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in. I I, I I don't know how you feel this morning, but I want the king of glory. I don't want God to pass me by and say, well, I'll go on to the next city because they wouldn't open their gates. I'll go on to the next family because they were more interested in ball games and silly things. I have to go on to the next group of people because they were too busy and they were too distracted and they wanted other things. No, lift up your heads, oh, ye gates. Be ye, lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in yes God is in control of everything except for your will your will has to say Lord I want you in here God we've got to have a move of your spirit like we've never seen it before hallelujah Springfield is about ready to see the greatest revival it has ever seen Yeah, yeah. There is a turning in the spirit. There is something that is shifting. And while we see it week to week or even a few days at a time, there's something that's turning in the spirit world. God's, the, the the true apostolic revival of the end time is going to be a revival of the full truth of the word of God. It's not going to be a revival of half truth. It's not going to be a revival of miracles without any substance to it. But it is going to be a revival of miracle signs and wonders and the truth, the full truth of the word of God. It is not that people don't want to live it. People want to live right. They want to live they want to receive the Holy Ghost. They want to be baptized in Jesus' name. They want to live holy before the Lord. They want to live separated before God. They want to be called out out of darkness into his marvelous light. But I'm telling you right now that that wave is coming and it's going to blow our minds just how many people are hungry for the things of God. But we've got to align ourselves with him and say, God, I'm on your side. God, I'm a part of your kingdom. Whatever you're doing, I want to do that because I want want to see your glory fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. Revelation chapter 3, verse number 20. Jesus just got done saying, I am the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. But he says this, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. You know what that feeling is when we begin to sing or we begin to pray and you feel like crying a little bit or you feel, you feel those goosebumps or you feel, you feel God, you feel something that you've never felt before. You know what that feeling is? That's Jesus doing this. He's knocking. He wants to come in. He's not going to force his way in. But he wants to get from the outside to the inside. He's not content just touching you. He wants to dwell within you. He wants to get in the gates. He wants to get in your city. He wants to make a triumphant entry into your life. To where everything else stands still and stops. And watches the king of glory come in. You know what's amazing about the Holy Ghost? Here's what's here's here's the parallel. Watch this: is when when the king when the king makes his triumphant entry into whatever scenario he's making his entry into, everybody stands at attention. There's nothing else going on. Everybody stops and stares and looks when the king comes in. But hear me this morning: if somebody receives the gift of the Holy Ghost, their mind can't be on Cancun, their mind can't be on uh, uh, Germany or Africa, their mind can't be on vacation. Everything has got to stop. Up and stand still and let the king of glory come in when you get everything out of your mind when you get everything out of your spirit and say God I want you and you alone everything else can wait then the king of glory shall come in hallelujah lift up your heads oh your gates and be you lifted up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in. Amen. I'm telling you it, it, what, what I feel in the Holy Ghost so strong. Is there is that turning of the kingdom that is happening? It's happening in the spirit realm. And there is a spirit that is getting a hold of this congregation. You are catching it. You are catching it. It is getting a hold of you. It is getting a hold of you stronger and stronger and stronger. There is a metamorphosis in the spirit that is happening. And you are getting visions and dreams. And you are getting a hold of the burden of the Lord. You are getting a hold of what God wants to do in this city. I'm not, understand what I'm saying? I'm not concerned with what He's doing everywhere else. I'm only concerned of what he's doing here in this city where God has commissioned me, where God has placed me because he, he put me here for a reason. And that was to see the fulfillment of the glory of God coming into the city of Springfield. And there's got to be a people that say, God, everything else can wait. Nothing else matters except seeing the glory of God come into the city of Springfield. Let me just preach to the spirit world of this city that there is coming a move of the spirit of God from the north to the south to the east and to the west the glory of God is going to sweep into the city of Springfield stand with me the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea it's coming Oh, it's coming. It's coming. In 1945, something was planted here in the spirit because God knew there was a day coming where there would be a remnant of men and women that were going to be ready and, and were going to be positioned for what God is doing in the earth right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come with me around this altar this morning this is so much bigger than we can really what we can really realize in the moment but God wants to give you a vision and God wants to give you an understanding and let you see with your own spirit in your mind's eye with your spiritual eye what God is wanting to do in this city and what he is going to do in this city what he has already begun doing in this city would you lift up your hands right now and lift up your voice all over the room today Come on, somebody pray like you know how to pray right now in the name of Jesus Lord I'm not just we're not just going through the motions of church from week to week but there is an ever growing ever increasing element of your kingdom it's not getting it's not getting weaker it's getting stronger it's not going to stop spreading it's going to spread to the surrounding areas there is a hunger there is a hunger for the harvest of the kingdom in this city in Springfield, Illinois that God is going to do Hallelujah. bahata. If you want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, I want you to come to the front. We will pray with you. And God will fill you with His Spirit today. If you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, Brother brother Marsh back here can take you back to get baptized. In Jesus' name. Praise God. There is a moving of the Spirit of God. Would you pray for somebody right now? Would you reach over lay hands on somebody? Let that kingdom be imparted from you to somebody else. Let that increase go from you to somebody else right now it's moving it's happening it's happening in this city it's going to continue If you have the Holy Ghost, lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is touching some people right now. If you need to go, you're dismissed this morning. But if you're still here, I'm asking you right now to plug your spirit into the spirit of the Lord right now. God's doing a work here this morning. In the name of Jesus, would you lift up your hands and lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost in this place this morning? In the name of Jesus. Pray with somebody close to you right now. Hallelujah. Pray with somebody close to you right now. In the name of Jesus, God is forming a people. His kingdom is turning. The glory of God is coming. We're getting ready for what he's doing, for what he's going to do. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.